0: Hello and welcome to the Empowered by Claudia podcast, where we explore all things self-improvement and you will discover tools, tips and tricks to empower you to transform your life. I'm Claudia, your host, a nurse, empowerment coach, fear of success instructor and your mentor on your self-development journey. I knew firsthand how confusing and overwhelming this journey can be, so I created this podcast to support you so you don't feel alone. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Empowered by Claudia podcast. I'm Claudia, I'm your host. I'm so excited to be talking to you again, this is episode number five, so super excited about that. I just want to take this little moment to say thank you to everybody who's already shared, downloaded, listened to the episode, sent me some wonderful feedback. I really love that. I cannot wait to continue growing this community and making connections with you all individually. And today I was just doing some errands. The wonderful Emily is coming on. Well, I'm going to interview her next week, but I think it will be a couple of weeks before her episode is actually live but she is working with me to gain sanity in my home so get rid of some of that clutter and get some real good organization systems in place because with two young children and with me working full-time the business with work and my partner working full-time it's just got a bit mad so (laughs) I went out this morning, dropped off some things at the charity shop. I dropped off at Evie's old cot mattress at the tip. And on my way back, I just had this, I don't know, this kind of idea come out of nowhere. And it was this phrase. And the phrase was, you are enough. And when I say that, if you change those words to I, Include your name. Say so for me, it'd be I, Claudia, am enough. How does that feel when you say those words aloud? I am enough. Do you feel a little pull? Do you just feel like, no, I'm not, though, because I need to do X, Y, Z. What is coming up when you say those words? I am enough. Do you go, yeah, actually, I am Or is those niggles? So when we get those niggles coming up, that can be a sign that we have something that's called a limiting belief. Now, this is, our whole life is shaped by beliefs. So from when we are very young children, we're in this kind of memory state of theta, where we're basically like a sponge. We're soaking up all of this information from our surroundings children learn so fast because they're in this state, they are primed and ready to soak it all up. And then they basically make sense of their world around them based on what they see, what they hear, you know, what, you know, what their sense is telling them, you know, does this scent mean there's danger? Does this, you know, the smell of freshly baked bread mean, Oh, that's going to be a yummy tea. Like, you know, all of these connections that we are just making we don't even know, you know, like you know, we're just being children, we're just exploring, we're testing things, we're seeing, does this work? Oh no, when I do that, that happens. But also when I do that, that happens, and then mommy and daddy across with me, or mummy and daddy praise me, or whatever it may be. So this is how we learn. And a lot of the time you don't necessarily think too much. And it can be a real surprise, but actually when you start working with a coach or it could be a therapist and you start going back and thinking, so where has this thought come from? Why do I not believe that I'm enough? And, you know, it could be that maybe a parental figure left when you were young and then you took that as it being your fault, that you must have done something where you were not enough in order for them to stay when in actual fact it's not to do with you it's to do that individual but it's how you perceive it and so these belief systems that we have we see them as fact this is our bible as it were you know and it's how we interpret the world around us so if you have this belief that you are not enough you will then look for evidence to corroborate that belief. In your daily life so if somebody else gets a promotion when you go for a new job i'm not enough you're like okay yeah that reinforces it i'm definitely not enough and then that makes you less reluctant to try and go for things because you think well i'm never gonna i'm never gonna pr- progress i'm always going to be stuck at this level always going to be stuck in this job that i'm not satisfied with and so these behaviors that you witness and take on as a child lead throughout your life. And there's some statistics that say that on a daily basis, we have between twelve and 60,000 thoughts. And 95% of these thoughts are actually repeated thoughts. And there is constantly repeating these same thoughts is why we end up with these belief systems, because every day we're telling ourselves the same thing. But there is hope because we can actually interrupt that process and we can change those thoughts. It's something that I do both with my one-to-one clients and also in my Leading Lady group program, that we can identify what these little beliefs are that are holding us back and think about how they've come to be. And it might be one specific incident, or it might be a cumulative thing. So it might be that one thing started that, But then because your brain has sought out stuff that reinforces and gives more evidence to that thought, you then kind of build on it, build on it, build on it. I remember having a client who didn't feel enough, felt unable to rest and take any time for themselves because she had this belief that taking rest was selfish. And this all boiled down to when we explored it was an experience in the past where someone very close to her this person was a constant overgiver so constantly gave her time her energy her money everything to this other individual and one time wanted to do something for herself and this person had turned around and called her selfish for that one thing and this, When we realised that, she was like, "I had no idea that that one event had triggered this, but I can totally see it now." And it is amazing what our brains kind of latch onto that, and suddenly go, "Oh, okay, well, well, that must be it now." And actually, when you think about it logically, you think, "Okay, so this individual that said this, what was the evidence for it? Do I do I believe what they're saying?" do I respect that? And does that fit? I mean, if you look at the pure practicalities, if you know 99 times you've been extremely generous with your time, your energy, your finances, everything, and then one time you've actually said, no, today is really important, I want to do something for me, then realistically you're not. Because 99 of the times you've done everything for everybody else. But it is this, it also links in with the negative brain bias in that in order for us to survive with the, you know, the survival of the fittest and everything, our brains are primed to look for threats, to look for the negatives, because the positive things make life happier and more joyful, but they in a survival situation, it's not the positive things that will keep you alive. It's making sure that you're aware of the threats. So our brains are, you know, very primitive in some areas of the brain and our immediate response, you know, on all of our, you know, your reflexes and everything like that, are pre-programmed to get to go before you even think about it. So before you even register that you've put your hand on something hot, your reflexes kick in and pull your hand away. And it's the same with any situation. So we've learned, okay, if I go down that path, there's a tiger. I won't go anymore. That is a higher priority for us to remember than going, oh, that other path is a beautiful meadow with flowers in it. It's less important. It's more important for our survival brain to remember, don't go down that route because you might get eaten versus that route gives you pleasure. And so part of thinking about your self development journey is actually about being a bit more aware of what thoughts you're having and then just questioning them and just saying okay so where has that come from without and do it in a curious manner so not judging yourself not thinking oh gosh why have i held on to that belief that's silly and don't bring yourself down but just go with that curiosity and just think okay that's interesting So where has that come from and am I happy with it? Is it keeping me safe or is it actually something that I want to work on changing? And so we can change these beliefs from limiting beliefs to empowering beliefs. And it's, there's a a number of processes of doing it. I have an eight step process that I love using. I found really helpful with my clients and we can basically work through and we can Build in things to your daily life to help you change that belief. And like I said about those 95% of repeated thoughts, if you repeat the thought, it's going to come up into your brain and you're going to gradually get rid of those old negative beliefs that are holding you back. Because if you're coming from a place of saying, I'm not enough, you're not going to take the risks. You're not going to put yourself out there and start a podcast and just talk to people You know, you're going to say, well, what if people don't like it? Well, what if they don't? If they don't like it, they won't listen, but somebody might like it. And ultimately the process of putting myself out there brings me joy. And it's really nice to do and it gets that creativity going. So just really thinking about what is actually stopping you from doing the things that you want to do. And is it something that's sensible or is it something that actually is not serving you? It might have served you in the past. It might have kept you safe in the past. But actually now it's stopping you from really tapping into your true potential and who you want to be and who you want to show up as. And going on a theme that I saw yesterday when I was seeing a little bit of doom scrolling on social media, was there is quite a few like reels and posts going on about about that we don't have. This is for the mums in the audience or parents that we don't have endless summers of opportunity with our children. I think I saw one that said you really only have the tw- the summers until they're twelve because after that they you're not cool and they don't want to spend time with you or whatever, and that you should enjoy them. And whilst I. You know, I appreciate the sentiment behind that. However, I think that if you are struggling or finding today tough, that actually that can create some extra pressure. So when you're seeing things like that, you can choose whether you accept that for you or not. And I think for me, it's being kind and respectful to myself. So I saying, yes, that's great, but it doesn't d- detract from the fact that today is hard. So we will do nice things, but it doesn't necessarily mean that every day has got to be perfect and then we've got to enjoy every second of every day. There are days, you know, we don't have endless abilities to go travel or go on exciting days out, but actually sometimes the kids just love playing at home with the toys they've already got or just snuggling up on the sofa I mean today is is absolutely pouring down with rain it's a perfect movie day and I think it's just about being realistic so if you're If you don't have the budget or the desire or the ability to get to various different days out, don't put yourself under pressure because you've seen a social post that says, oh, you've got to make the most every minute of these holidays. It's actually okay to pop them in children's club because they'll be with their friends. Or it's okay to have some days where they just get to chill out at home because as adults, we don't want to go out every single day. There are some days we think, actually, I just want to do Fade Day today. And children are the same. And I think it's good for them to have that downtime because we're so stimulated constantly, whether it's TV or just just all this input. And actually, I remember really fondly of my childhood, like reading books and getting engrossed and then daydreaming and just being present with myself and just not having those things to do. And acknowledging that everybody's different and some people that will probably sound like hell. But I actually know myself and I know that I like a bit of time on my own. You know, yesterday we were just building bricks with Duplu and making all sorts of little things. And me, Harry and Evie were all playing together. It was lovely and it didn't involve... Spending money. Obviously, we'd bought the dot blue previously, but some of that dot blue is actually from when I was a child. We're not going to say how many years ago that it was because that was significant. But what I'm trying to say is you are enough. Going back to the beginning, you are enough. You're good enough. Be that as an individual, be that as an employee, be that as an employer. Either as a parent, a sibling, a child, you are enough. I think it's really easy to fall in this trap of always questing for more. And I have a guest that's coming up in a few episodes time that's going to talk to us a lot more about that. But I think we need to take a moment and actually go, look at everything I've achieved. Look, you know, and you might think immediately, oh, Claudia, but I haven't done much. But you're here. You're living. You are making, you're the reason someone smiles. You might not feel it today. You might be having an Eeyore day because it's raining and and that feels a little bit gloomier. <laughs> but I guarantee you, there's, there is somebody in this world that is grateful that you are alive and that you have made an impact on them. And you might not ever know it. So, the point of this episode is that you are enough. It's okay to have those days where you're not necessarily doing everything that everyone on social media tells you to do. But that's fine and it's it's absolutely and I want this podcast to be a place where you can be real and actually not to have this toxic positivity where it's like you've got to slap a smile and pretend it's, you know, everything's perfect. Right, like Fake it till you make it because that's not healthy. And actually it is okay to have days where you're feeling a little flatter and a little less get up and go. And that's fine. And it, being gentle with yourself and say, okay, so what do I need today? So is today a duvet day? Do we sit on the TV and watch films? Do we just play with toys we already have? Or do I not go and scrub the entire house because I need a rest? And that is fine. Because there are days where we are filled with so much energy that we could achieve like a week's worth of work in a day because you just like, oh, excellent. I can do everything today. And I think we get tricked into this, this kind of 24 hour system where you know, okay, we've got the full day, so we best make use of it when actually a lot of us are either on a lunar cycle or on a menstrual cycle. And actually our energy level fluctuates according to where our hormones are, where the moon is. It's, And we'll go into deep detail with that on another episode, but just really be gentle with yourself and you are enough. You really are Stop comparing yourself to other people and celebrate how far you've come and all of the things that you've achieved in your life. And I think the lovely Julie, who is also going to come and talk to us soon, we we were talking last night and she said to me, she's like, I want you to make a list of everything that you've achieved so far and you know keep coming back to it it's it's not it's a work in progress it's always going to be continuing and just really celebrate all of those things you know the fact that you keep going your resilience I mean I grew up in a really small town in an area that wasn't particularly well off opportunities weren't necessarily the same as they were elsewhere it was in the northeast of England and it was quite rare to go to college and to university and then get a job. All of those things that I've done, it's so easy for me to bat away and say, but what about these things I haven't done? But actually, when do you actually celebrate yourself? So I encourage you today, this is your homework, is to go and you can do what Julie suggested and write a list of everything that you've achieved, but give yourself a little pat on the back. And whatever that may look like, it might be going to buy yourself a bunch of flowers. It could be literally patting yourself on the back, doing a little celebration dance. Whatever it is, just take a moment or two or three and literally just sit back and go, wow. And really reflect on all of those things. And this is really important, particularly if you're feeling a little bit like that you're not good enough. I think if you look at all of those things and how far that you've come and all of those, you know, personality traits that you have, whether it be that you could, you know, like a little Miss Chatterbox, like I was often referred to as a child, constantly talked, but it's just you know so many things that you will find when you actually start looking for them there are so many things I am very nurturing my I, I can't bear it when people are struggling so I want to like give them a big hug and make everything better and I think that's probably why I end up being a nurse um but and then a coach but you know it's it's about really kind of celebrating the things that make you you and the things that people might sometimes say to you in a negative manner like oh you're a bit ditzy and a bit scatty or whatever but actually I I do get a bit of shiny object syndrome, and I do go from thing to it, from one thing to the next. But I'm filled with ideas and inspiration, and actually, that can be channeled into sitting with somebody and brainstorming what they're going to do next. And literally, I can like come up with all these different ideas and routes that you can explore. So, just because other people might view certain bits of you as being a negative trait. Turn it around. Like, how can you make that your your genius? How how can that serve you? Anyway, I so I want to leave you on that final, final comment. You are enough. And I'd love for you to keep repeating that to yourself. And and if you're struggling with it, please reach out and I'd love to support you. As I said, there's my Leading Lady program, which is like self-paced online course with group coaching calls, or there's one-to-one working with me. I do have limited spaces for that, but please just let me know and I'm sure I can figure something out. And yeah, just let me know what you think. Please share the podcast with your friends and I will talk to you soon. Goodbye, lovelies. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Empowered by Claudia podcast with me, Claudia from cloudiasabinawellness.com. If you are ready to transform your life, then get in touch for more information on how I can support you. All of my links of how to contact me are in the notes or at my website, www.cloudiasabinawellness.com. Thank you.